Good morning, it's your boy KB Stay Fresh, Prince Akeem and Lola Love of the Grits and Gravy Podcast. Now today's episode is going to be given to you in two parts. Today is the first part of a great conversation that we had. We want you to come back this Thursday and hear the rest of this conversation. And let me tell you, the teaser on the end of this episode is so good, I promise you, you will be back this Thursday for part two. Make sure you listen to the end and hear that teaser. All right? Hey, you know what it is. Time to buckle up, strap in. It's Grits and Grape. What's up? It's your boy, KB Stay Fresh. I'm here with my girl, Lola Love, and my homie, my big dog, Prince Akeem. And you have just tuned into the Grits and Gravy podcast. Thank you for hanging out with us. You know what time it is. Culture conversations, pop culture, we get into it all in the Grits and Gravy podcast. Let's go. It's the Grits and Gravy podcast, man. We have been, of course, pre-gaming, and we are ready to, uh, man, y'all hear this music, man? Y'all, it's, it's a whole vibe up in here, man. Today, we are talking about I Needed My Dad growing up. Without my father needing fatherly love, and we have a special guest today, my boy Wadi. Did I say that right? Wadi, man, met him on Clubhouse. Listen, y'all, hey, if y'all ain't on Clubhouse, get on Clubhouse. I will send y'all an invite. If you need an invite, text me 630 777 1347. Don't be on no BS, but I will send you an invite, man, so you can get in. You, but you gotta have an iPhone iPhones only, and it ain't my choice. Damn, it's Clubhouse choice. They say we only doing beta testing with iPhones only. So, so we got the green bubble struggle. Yeah, man, it's you. You out of there? But um, we got a great show lined up for y'all today, man. We have some great topics. Of course, y'all know me, KB. Stay fresh. I'm joined by my co-host Prince Akeem and Lola Love. And again, I said we got a guest today, special guest, my boy Wadi, and we are just gonna. We gonna get into it, man. How y'all week been? You gotta let the, you gotta let the bass out. Oh, yeah. See, that's what you ice people don't know. Man, look, I ain't. We in here playing African drums. You know, I folks with the Spanish. I got the maracas and shit. Hell no. But Felice, man, shit. How you week been? How you week been? We went from a negative six to. 46, so Bro, shit. That's, come hey. on, man. Get your shorts out. Man, I seen the nigga. Ain't it, don't it feel good outside, man, though? Look, I almost pulled the grill out. I went to give me some Peoria meats. <laughs> 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 that shit's on the grill. <laughs> I was about to have a good time. Nah, man. We got out. We, 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 <laughs> yes, sir. I, I wish we had uh, video I, right hey, now. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, my, my, hey, transformation. I wish y'all could see it. My man, Waddy came in. He was humble. He was in here eating his chickpea hummus, which is really cauliflower dip. Drinking his wine. I look up, my man to put his scully on, put his glasses on. I'm ready. He didn't change us. Hey, listen, it's going to be a good episode, y'all. Hey, listen, do us a favor. When y'all listening to these episodes, download the episode so that way you can take the episode anywhere. You don't have to just listen to it right there. If you download it, you can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Don't even if you ride on a train and ain't got no internet. I don't know who's still doing that, but I remember that was a commercial for a phone. Uh, then you can also send it 
to your other friends and family to listen to. So download the episodes, leave us a review, um, do all that good stuff, man. Like we really need y'all support to help get our podcast boosted. We appreciate y'all listening, but we really need to get this boosted up. So we can um, get more plays, more reviews, and pay. All of that go- and, and pay. I mean, man, uh, play. I said play. No, <laughs> hey, we're trying to get paid because there is some footage that we really need to get to y'all, and we can't do it with an iPhone. I mean, we can't do it with an iPhone, but we really want to get uh, some good camera work, and that costs. So, the best y'all can do, if y'all don't want to send us no money, join my OnlyFans because. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good, um, there's a good documentary on Hulu about OnlyFans. Oh yeah, it's oh, called Selling Sex. Oh, Selling Sexy. No, selling so, sex. I work in the financial service field. These motherfuckers is getting hit with their 1099s right now for this OnlyFans shit. Oh, they is not happy. They like, wait, I'm being yes. <laughs> you're be, they're sending oh, 1099s. You're sending it through. Yes. You're getting paid through. You're getting paid. Yes. Yep. Oh. That means you got to put your own tax money away. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So be, I ain't gonna say be careful. Do what you got to do to get paid, but uh, well, look, look, that's a good point. I R S. Yes, man. If you are self-employed entrepreneur and you don't know about the ten ninety nine, that means you are a contracted employee. Yeah, ten ninety nine C. You need to save your money for taxes. Let me say that again. It's tax season. And you need to save your money for taxes, or else you will be. Um, going, uh, you'll be a Wesley Snipes Jr. Financial <sighs> literacy, yeah, or they will garnish those wages, man. Hey, you don't really they're Wesley Snipes Jr. <laughs> hey, they gonna take that Wesley Snipes vacation, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that, that Vic and Wesley Snipes vacation. You don't hey, want to eat kids like a champ. I mean, shit, I mean, intentionally on his head. Is, is that what bro, they say? Intentionally, intentionally. Hey, I, did, I did 10 on my head, but you figure every role he played, he was in jail at some point, he got prepared for that. shit. He was playing that role his whole life. Shit. <laughs> Too soon? Too, Too soon, man. He he did his time and nobody even really talked about it. Man. That's, that's the crazy like part. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where this man went to jail, what what state he was in, what jail he was at. He, he said, knew he had money tucked away. As 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 a hood nigga say, I did it on my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One pillowcase by himself. <laughs> I did them ten years on my head. I knew it. Ain't no fight was fucking with him and that they seen Blade. Well, yeah. Facts. They said this nigga still no. They said I seen Passenger Fifty Seven. I ain't fucking with Wesley. Hey, he he was tired. But yeah, a couple of niggas said I seen Two Wong Fu. Ha, Wesley, you mad? I seen Two Wong Fu. Wesley, we see you. I see you and Patrick. Hey, so um, man, we got we got some good things coming. Let's talk about real quick. Major news alert: Tiger Woods, golf legend, gets in a car accident, rolls his car several times. And now he's looking at maybe never playing golf again. Yeah, his uh, leg injuries. They had to use the jaws of life to get him out of the car. Yes. Tyler, on, the pass- on the passenger side because yeah. his side was down to the ground. Time for him to retire. No, time it's for time to again a fucking driver. Tiger Woods, you are too rich. Not to have, This is like the second accident I think you've been in within the last few years. Yeah, but who don't want to drive, though? Me, nigga, shit. <laughs> Fuck, who you mean? Who wants to drive, nigga? <laughs> I love driving. Oh, yeah? Except for when my wife in the car, then I like to ride. I'm saying, nigga, I done seen you plenty of times hopping the passenger seat. Hello, <laughs> no, no. but I always make sure I open her door first. No, well, yeah, gentlemen. <laughs> he said, he said, he said, baby, you drive. Who said chivalry ain't dead? I open your door though. You don't touch no handles, but you can touch these motherfucking keys. 
touch the steering wheel. Hey. <laughs> my favorite excuse is, oh, I think I had a little bit too much to drink. I, you know, I can't. You know. Especially coming from uh, Keem House. Man. Hey, hey, listen, you know, police be out here. We can't. I can't. Yeah, they definitely. I can't get pulled over. And there's only th- uh, four black families in there, so, in the neighborhood, so they gonna know it's one of us. So, yeah, Tiger Woods rolls his car, leg injury, may never be able to play golf again. My client told me, he said, Tiger Woods losing his father is Girl. what changed his the course of his life. And marrying that lady. The nanny. And so that was that was the other thing. I said the wife was the curse. He he shouldn't have never cheated. Cheated. He should have never <coughs> cheated on her. He shouldn't have never cheated. Because then he got caught. She went upside his head with the nine iron. He ain't been right right since. And things have not worked out for him since, man. She put that hoodoo on him. And she was... I don't know if Swedish people... They don't I was going to say, she's from Sweden. Yeah. So she... She melted chocolate and poured it on him while he was asleep. Oh, fuck, what is that? What is that? Calling him Hans. <laughs> My name's Hans. Tiger. <laughs> My name is Tiger. Stop calling me Hans. Man, that's... You would like to do it, you man. <laughs> Man, well wishes to that man. I hope speedy recovery. Yeah. Uh, I, outside I, of the everything, golf, anything, just yeah. Yeah, he a father. So I don't. I okay. hate to see uh, a black elite athlete go out like that. I would. I would rather him just see see him retire, right at the top of his game. Unlike Tom Brady, who's not going to retire at the top of his game. He said, "I'm coming back for more." Moving on, Malcolm and Marie. Have you guys seen that movie? No. no. Well, listen, Malcolm Memory is a uh, a, a film about uh, a couple who has this toxic. I mean, just it's not mo- toxic. It's oh. just, she said that shit normal. But you ain't seen it. You can't come. No, no, no. I saw. I, it's I'm like if, she said before Netflix started flicking. Flick, then, right yeah. before Netflix started flicking, because I think it was just such a high level of people watching it. Okay, it just wasn't playing through right. It would just be like slow not motion. Netflix. Netflix, it was playing slow motion. Well, listen, I'm, uh, uh, then it'll do it regular, and then it had them playing. Then it was dear like, Netflix, your ass was on them edibles. Then, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was playing normal. <laughs> then it was like they was talking, but their lips wasn't moving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she said, did a nigga touch me from the TV? That nigga did not touch me from the motherfucker. He came out the TV and was talking to me. And then she looked in the room and was like, where did I park my car? <laughs> <laughs> your ass was, you was gone. Your ass was on that shit. Oh I'm my like, gosh, man! Well, it, it you trying to turn the TV with your but it was I don't think clock. it was like toxic. It was just like a, just a tumultuous relationship where toxic. It was not toxic. He no, gaslighted so much in that movie. You know, we'll come back to it. You watch the whole thing. Like negative but positive. So negative that I want you. Ah, that's toxic. <laughs> Well then, it was tumultuous. Yeah, what, what's that one mean? And then what's gaslighting? And I'm gonna use a word, and nobody knows what that means. You did last week. Oh, okay. You said, uh, uh, "What did you say?" We gonna all use a word this motherfucking time. I cannot Ask remember Siri. what you said. Hey Siri, what does tumultuous mean? We're gonna get the the true definition. Webster. No, no, that's not. Tr- I wish people would stop thinking that the Webster dictionary is a true definition. So wait, WebMD ain't right? No. Oh shit, I'm good then. I'm cured. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. 
the world. TikTok? Yeah. 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 Get me that octopus. Yeah, shit. I'm sending the, send the motherfuckers uh, insurance premiums and wherever them did Get shit. me that octopus. Oh, he said I'm sending oh. the insurance premium. The motherfuckers. Oh, well, listen, y'all go watch Malcolm and Marie and email us and tell us what you think it is. Is it, is it toxic or is it just a regular? No, use the other word. Is it toxic or is it tumultuous? There we go. Anyway, <laughs> next subject. Next subject. Next subject. <laughs> Uh, in light of Black History Month, uh, they have let another black movie go out called Judas and the Black Messiah Man. about the chairman, Fred Hampton, right here from Maywood, Illinois. Has anybody seen it here? I yes. saw it. You saw it. You yes. saw it. Tree times. But why did you see it? I seen it. You seen it. Man, fuck, we lived it. It wasn't, but it he was said, wait. I hope he's seen it the way he's sitting here with the glasses. He said, look like the chairman right there. He's looking like the chairman. Revolutionary man. Looking like the black man right now. Power to the people. All the power. What was your thoughts? What was your thoughts? I think it was more about Neil. Than anything, it was. I think they, it was, I, it was like it was more a Neil story than anything to me. I think they could have got more in depth about Fred. They told it from Neil's perspective in my eyes. That's how I viewed it. When I saw that, that made me say, "Okay, well, I hope that men and women still see that 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 hasn't stopped. No, they still like play. it's always an op." You know what I'm saying? Amongst your group. Always. You know? Mm-hmm. And to to be not so welcoming to everybody. I had um I had a mentorship today. Mm-hmm. And so Oh, before we go any further, man, Lola introduced the brother. Hold on, hold on. I, I got some theme music for you. I, I got something I gotta get something on my car. There we go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wait, oh. Hey, we don't own the rights to that music. They gonna cut this whole Man, show we, off. <laughs> we ain't monetized anyway yet, so uh, there you go. And I don't want you to do nothing for this music. I ain't gonna shift your music yet. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm gonna show you some shit, man. <laughs> yeah, Q. They not going upstairs. They staying downstairs with me. Big facts. The hell. All right. So I would love to introduce to you all. Grace your presence and your ears with the voice of Mr. Wadi, the community activist. I say community philanthropist. Yeah. Father, upstanding man. Those that I know that know him with our, our mutual friends, they like he is. He is known to be an upstanding guy. And this is, of course, we all do. And he also is the co-founder, CEO. Of Men of Purpose, which is M O P P as in Purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's give it up for the guests, man. Cut the music, DJ. Cut the music. (laughs) Hold on. Cut Cut the music, DJ. You talking to yourself? (laughs) 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 But yeah, tell us about Men of Purpose. Talk about that, right? Yeah. Oh damn. All right. M O P. It is a mentoring group that caters to young men, seven to 24. You may see five to 17 or 18 in some literature, but we are um, 
definitely, uh, I like to call it the Black Boy Scouts. Nice. I love it. You know, I love it. Um, we like to deal with um, things we go through as men, you know, black men. So for me, I'm a man who was um, raised without a man in the home, so that seems to be the topic tonight. Yeah. And uh, I like to just be transparent with young men. I've done a lot of great things, but I've done some foul things in my lifetime as well. So I, I like to really um, sit back and just try to guide these brothers on my ups, through my ups and through my downs, you know. So a lot of people like to talk about when they up. Yeah. I like to talk about my downs. Hmm. And so um, that's what a lot of my teachings come from, just really touching on my downs and hoping that I can, you know, help a young man who's going through some of the things I've been through on my journey as a man, as a black man in America, and uh, hope you know, hopefully I can give them something that that catches them, and at some point they hit that point in their life, and they be like, man, I remember that lesson. Mm. So, I mean, you know, that's that's the gist of it. But we do a little bit of everything from uh, teaching them how to defend themselves talking about African, black, American culture. Uh, what else we do? We take them camping. Wow. You know, so I, I love, like, one thing a lot of people don't really know about me, I love to ride horses. Uh, man, who listen. Okay, okay, now listen. Now, who you in? Who, who was the person? Jay, Jay Prince. Prince. Yeah, Jay Prince. So, so we have a good black... Company, Nick, you in good company. We have a black unicorn here because he like camping and horses. Yeah, you two know. Two things black folks I, are... I, I but that's two you, things black folks don't understand. Like You know what? I call myself a country city man. Hmm. You know, at the end of the day, I like to do the country things, but I'm a, I'm a man that's raised in the city. So. I hear the Kevin Gates in you. You got the country. I hear the Kevin Gates in you, brother. Stop, Shout out Drinker. Holler at me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you said you got to eat a booty. <laughs> Y'all crazy. Oh, my God. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's really um, it's really just a mentorship. That caters to I, I I'm gonna just say it the way it is, and, and and it might I might get flack for it later, but we cater to black young men. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't I don't exclude. Yeah, you know, but it's you, for it's for us. You an HBCU? Well, let, let me ask you this: while you are mentoring and catering to young black men, if this young man had came across your desk in his early days, this Columbia professor that snorts heroin. On a daily, mm-hmm. to have a work-life balance. What would oh, you, you say to him? Yeah, <laughs> you know, this real I mean, story yeah, right I, here, I y'all. Um, what would I say? Yeah, that shit ain't good for you. Yeah, at all. You yeah. know, like you know what's interesting though. I like to tell people I'm edgy. I'm a walking contradiction, and and, and I don't move away. I don't shy away from that. You know, because some people that really know my true story, that really really know me, be like, how can he teach that? But one thing I do understand is, you know, if it's like asking a crackhead, how can he tell somebody don't smoke crack? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So, you know, what better experience than getting that from a crackhead? Like, yeah, they don't so, be telling you that, though, because they don't want you to smoke their shit. They don't <laughs> More for me. <laughs> right. More right. For so, me. you don't smoke. <laughs> Let me do it. Let me yeah, do it. At the end of the day, I was just you telling them, you know, shit, you know, that, that ain't good for you. No. But if you want a real story, let's go talk to some people that's on a down end of heroin. 
Yeah, because he's on the up end of right. heroin. He's you know a functioning. Yeah, heroin. He's a functioning right? heroin now. Let's yeah. go. Let's go see some non-functioning heroin. Because they lost everything. And see, yeah, because at some point they was functioning. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. this guy, he's fifty-four. He's married and a father of three, and he's a Columbia University professor. One, I don't know how he's still a professor, and he openly. What you say? You Columbia, know why? Columbia. Cause nigga, it sounds like he a Columbia, but you know why? You know why? When you think of anything that comes that's associated with college, it's really just research. Mm. And when you think about it, right? Why wouldn't they want to know the research of a functioning so intellectual? They're researching him. Think about it. Wow. Think about it. Yeah, keep teaching. Check in with us. Let because, us know if you need anything. But well, my thing, I'm sorry, not to cut, I'm sorry to cut you off, but my thing is, is like we hold titles. Mm. We hold people the, to titles too much. The you professor know? means nothing It at this means point. nothing because my, like, okay, like my father, for instance, he's a doctor, a gynecologist. Hey, listen, when you say your and father was a doctor, I was like, And he's Dude. delivered a lot of my friends. You know what I'm saying? People that I've known or don't know, then his name is on their birth certificate. Does that make it awkward when you see their parents? Uh, <laughs> my father's definitely seen your coochie. That boy's funny. <laughs> no, it doesn't make me awkward. You pick up a prescription, by the way? He said you need to go get you a... Uh, <laughs> but, uh, hey, but real quick before we get up, where can they um, reach you at MOP or how can they contact you like through um, social media, any outlets like that so they can have that information? Uh, Facebook, man, the purpose mentoring. Um, or you can just catch me at Ricardo Wadi. Simple. That's it. That's it. We'll be right back. Man, we back. We back. We back. Let's talk about it. So, so we said we said we was gonna we was gonna talk about. I needed my dad growing up. Yeah. Uh, I needed my dad growing up without a father. Uh, so, for me, my biological dad was. I so I'm, let me let me say this. I've since forgiven him for his absence, um, but he was definitely not in my life like I needed him to be. That's now dope. I was blessed to have. A wonderful stepfather who came in and, and took that place, did that role. He whooped me, um, so I knew he loved me. Is that traumatic? <laughs> Is that traumatic? Is that black tragedy? That might be. It depends what he whooped you for, nigga. Oh, everything. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, that nigga, <laughs> nigga was just angry. It's, hey. not, it's not black tragedy because God say you, you spoil. You spoil spoil a child, child. Right? And I definitely was spoiled. I was the first, still I was the first grandchild. child. I was the first grandchild, and I was a little boy. So I was definitely spoiled. I'm ready for this. Um, but Yeah, we're going to let you go last because we, we know you got them. Yeah. We're going to mix it up. So for me, I, I, I needed my dad because uh, I still struggle with this today about who I, who I am, my identity, mm, right? Uh, certain things that I do. Why do I do those things? And I don't know because I don't know my dad. You know, so wait, wait, wait. So, do you not know your dad, or he just wasn't there? So he he was there, but I be, don't know him. That can be both. It, it is both. It that is both. both. It is both. My dad was the dad that bought me Jordans. He um he did you know he, he would come pick me up, or my mom would drop me off with him. I spent the night, but I still don't know him. See, I know the nigga, but I don't know. But that I don't nigga. know. Right. And so here's the crazy thing. And it's so mine. Um, I don't. I don't want to use the the, the the f word, but it, it's a Boggling. mind. It's a mind boggle because my sisters will say, "Dang, 
You just like that. They know him more. Is they know a, him. They know him. Know so, him. I mean, yeah, that's shit hereditary is <clears throat> But innate. And and that's what I'm saying. It's funny that I don't know those things about me, mm-hmm. and I can't associate them with him because I don't know. That's interesting. You know, I mean, down to the way we dress, the way we joke. I've had, I've had my cousin. She like. Is he still here? He's still here. He's still here. And so we had we had a a a, a conversation before I got married. Because my wife was like, you need to invite your dad. And I'm reading the Bible. Honor your father and mother so your days will be long on this earth. I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to honor you. I'm going to honor him. We had a conversation. I'm thinking, all right, we're at a place now. I'm grown. He grown. We, he can tell me what his thoughts were about not being in my life. All of that. We had a good conversation. And I'm thinking, all right, we're going to go forward. And there's going to be this relationship. And there wasn't. So how long did that process last? All of my wedding day. Oh damn! Yeah, <laughs> you got a good twenty-four in. Yes, wow. yes. That's better than nothing. And so I heard someone say that you can't, you can't make somebody be what you needed them to be then. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's, at the, at this point, it wouldn't. Even makes sense because the, the the shit that you was looking for yeah. from him when you were a child, you don't need that anymore. So, but in a way, not necessarily. Bro, I'm telling you, it is a mind boggle. Can, 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 yeah, yeah. Can jump in, so, jump in. So, man, my as you get the hummus. <laughs> you got to so, air quote that shit. That ain't hummus. Yeah, uh, hummus, cauliflower. So. I understand that, right? I didn't have, um, I didn't grow up with my father. Yeah. I know my father. Um, my father, had, and it's it's interesting, right? Because at times my father would come pick me up, take me to my granny crib on Friday, and I wouldn't see him again till Sunday. Man, he sound like my right. father. What's your daddy's name? Shit, it's the same shit my daddy's name. <laughs> same as that shit. Right? So... But when you say that, right, I find I find myself living vicariously through my own children. Yeah. So a lot of the things that I wanted out of my father, I'm kind of living to. And my kids, my kids don't understand the position that they're in. They don't understand the position of having me in their life versus me looking at them through my lens and not having my father in my life. So I try to explain to them, I mean, I try to break this down to the most minute space to where they can understand it. So when you say that, right, I understand that shit because my old man was on this deathbed. Now, granted, the first time I ever in my life had dinner with my mother and my father, I was 29 years old. That was the first time I ever sat at the table with my mama, with my daddy, and we ate. That was the first time I ever seen them have a conversation. Wow. They talked from fucking three in the afternoon to seven in the morning. They t- I tapped out, <laughs> right? But I also got a, I, I, it was an opportunity for me to get an understanding as to why he wasn't here. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also an opportunity for them to get an understanding to talk about 
why they weren't together. Mm. Mm. Right? This brings up a great point, and I'm going to wait to ask this question until everyone tells their story, but it brings up a great point, man. Yeah, this is deep. I guess my story is very similar to yours, Kyle, and yours as well. We on a break? No, you good. We broke. We broke. No, no, man. We got to pay some bills, so we'll be right back. Got to pay these bills. So, right, so, when I hear you say that, my point is, I pretty much live vicariously through my kids. I'm giving them something that I never had. At the same time, they not understanding why I go so hard for them. Okay. Right? Now, one thing my old man told me on my, my old man died, right? We was 29 when this conversation happened to him, really, him and my mama having that conversation to him, us sitting down at the table. And we made a pact that the next 29 years of, of our lives wouldn't be the same as the first 29 years. My old man died two years later. But one thing I respect about him, two days before he passed away on his deathbed, my old man said, you know what? I'm okay with leaving. Hmm. I'm like, shit, why? He said, because I know you straight. I know you can hold your own. I know you're going to be all right. I know we had a pact to live the next 29 years, and, and not like we lived the first 29 but I'm good with exiting this place because I know you're going to be good. I had to respect that. That's deep. I had to respect that. There's a man on his deathbed that knows he didn't do right by me. He know he didn't do right by me. Right. Jeez. This me him, one-on-one, I'm talking about when you see, when you see death, eyes are pure as white. Nails grow longer than you can ever expect it to. I don't know how many people didn't really watch their loved ones on deathbeds, but when you see that, that's a whole different story. Mm -hmm. The way, when you're coming out, the way you grow. Growth in the hair, the purest white eyes, the longest nails, I'm talking about in a matter of days. And for a man to say, you know what, son? I know I didn't do right by you. But I'm okay with exiting this lifetime because I know as a man, you're okay. I respect that. So, now, you said something, right? I forgave my old man. I used to walk through life like, man, that nigga ain't shit. A lot of my issues as a man, I put on him. But... I had an opportunity to sit with some cousins. And this shit fucked me up, though. I had a cousin. Like, <laughs> this shit fucked me Like, but this go to show you, though, like, we have to be, as humans, as parents, we have to be cautious. I had a cousin, man. We sitting around talking, right? And I'm complaining about my old man. Like, all my cousins had their father in their life. Like, living their home. But when you don't have a father in your home and you see somebody with a father in your home, you think that shit the Hustables. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's yeah. what you think. Right. Right? But they got their own. Boy, my cousin say, <laughs> I ain't gonna never forget this shit. Nigga, you around here crying? My daddy was at home every day. 
And all he did was work 16 hours a day and bring my mama home this check. What you think that felt like? Right. There but not there. That shit like But in my mind, as a kid, he was there. I thought this man was there. Right. Right. Right? This man there, but he he not absent. He working all month. When he get home, he wanna eat, drink a bit, and go to bed so he can go do another sixteen hour shift. Right. And he working six days a week, right? But you don't you don't understand that when you when you see that. So at the end of the day, like being present, like we think because a man in a household, because people have mm-hmm. a two parent household, it changes the equation of the dynamics. Mm-mm. Like you got to be present. Mm-mm. So imagine hearing that shit, right? That changed my whole perspective quick. Like damn, all my cousins, all my cousins, except for maybe one, their fathers were at home. They were, all of them looking at me like they were like, home, but they, but they were not present. there. But he when he, when he said present. that shit, you can see like you can see a domino effect, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm the only domino in the effect that that that's hey. trying to stand up because you like no, hey, no daddy so, there. You know, like. But imagine somebody being there, but you you don't have access to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So imagine somebody being there, and you don't have access to him, and imagine somebody not being there, and you and not having access, access to him. him. I don't exactly. know which one is worse. <laughs> they both the same. Is an absentee person? Yeah. Is an absentee person? It's, you know, and you, right. you you you, well, you were gonna say about your your experience. Oh shit, man! Growing up, my pops, my so I got my father's name. I'll, I'll put it this way: my name is Antoine Akeem Howard. My father's name is Antoine Howard. I have a, a younger brother that my father named. His son is Antoine Howard. Look at that dog. I that way. Robert Jr. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, Howard I don't the third. Like, but, first. But I was here, obviously, first. My, my father, my brother, I guess he's... I see what you're saying. Right. So He started over. He started over. Over, if, over. Right. As if Damn. I was... George yeah. Foreman. No. No, George no, no. Foreman this is... George Foreman. Right, first, second, third. No, no, no. no. He, he went... First, and then him and my mom ain't together. Okay, fuck him. He ain't mm-hmm. an Antoine Howard no more. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna over. start over. Exactly. Another woman. Yes. Another woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So oh. not. We don't got the same mother. Yeah. He got a whole nother family. So that's, that's like that's like having a that's, man. That's that crazy no crazy him. He's a hummus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, hummus. But I'm not gonna lie. So you know, kind of like your story. Um, Grew up well, not like your story, but in a way, uh, born and raised in Chicago, and then my mom met her husband, uh, his name Terry. He brought her out to the suburbs. Not Terry in the wheelchair. No, Terry. Not. back up, Terry. <laughs> back up, Put it in reverse. <laughs> nah, not him. Shit, he getting paid. Shit, I, hey, we, we might need to get a check Can like I that. Drink, yeah, but I'm choking. I don't know. Not in this table. Not in this table. But. <laughs> So we came out to the suburbs and shit, and uh, you know, I, I always said I was okay, like you know, because my stepfather he taught me how to be a man. Literally, he taught me the shit I needed to do or what I need how to protect myself. The shit that you teaching these young men out there. So I was like, I don't, I don't need my step. I mean, I don't need my pops, whatever, like that, you know. Um, he same thing. So I used to go. My mom used to take me from the suburbs to the city because my dad, I want to see him. I want to see him, whatever, like that. I get to my granny house. My cousins, they. Oh, we finna go here. We finna do this. You should come with us. Now nah, my dad gonna come. My dad coming. Never come. So I'm at my granny house. 
That's how me and her got such a, eating Deanna sausages, watching Channel 9, special Damn. at the time. Yep. <laughs> under the booth, you know, they kept the shit under the booth. And, you know, I done missed Damn, out the whole Deanna fucking week. Sausage. Yeah, that's how we, we just that's sat That's funny, there. though. You know why I say that? What? Because that's the shit my granny ate. Yeah. With crackers? With crackers. With crackers. Yeah. I ain't know what a Vienna sausage was till I got to my granny. Yeah, that's exactly what she had. That's where I learned that shit nigga, at my granny crib. She had lived up there booth. She had a, a fucking, I think she wanted a lifetime supply because <laughs> that, that shit was endless, nigga. And she must have did a sweepstakes or something because that shit was endless. <laughs> she had almost. Do <laughs> you want the $10 million for the Vienna sausage? <laughs> she said. Said, I, got, I want the Vienna sausage. She said, I got nine kids. <laughs> that million ain't going to last long. Let me get the sausage. Let me get the sausage. Hell no. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, but shit, so mm. I just sit on the you know, on the booth. And she, you know, she, like my, my mom never put no no ill, no ill words in my head about my father. Mm. My grandmother, she used to be like, you know. Oh, and then when he would come, my, my pops was a hustler, still a hustler to this day. Um, so when he would, when I would be with him, we would be doing shit a child should not be doing. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, my first drink with my old man, Mickey's. Oh, God. Oh, shit. He was oh, trying my to, God. He was teaching you at the same the time, cow. though. He was trying to teach you how to drink and teach you a riddle. Nigga, he said, you're going to learn this shit because Mickey's going to give you that knowledge. But... Nigga, I'm a cap full of Mickey's. Yeah, then he made you read that riddle on her. It was like... He was here. He was, he was trying to put you on game. But I say, that, say this. I didn't know... This is going to sound funny as hell because other people can probably uh, relate to it. I didn't know how much I was hurt until I seen that Fresh Prince episode. Oh, with the father. With the father. Mm-hmm. And then that shit hit me like this. I, you know, never cried at no TV. Yeah. And I was like, damn, why don't he want me? You know, I, right. this man gave me his name. Mm-hmm. And shit like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, but then he, my stepfather, he, he was well off and he did, he uh, provided really well. And then one time, I only spent only only out of my whole life. I've only spent one weekend with my pops. One weekend, a full weekend. Him, yeah, like him yeah. and you? No, hell no. Not just me and him. It was me, him. Well, I meant I meant you were me, so over with two, him. Big females. It was the whole week. You were with him the whole weekend, though. Yeah, I was with. Yeah, okay. like on and off. Yeah, but uh, other people had came through, like whatever, like that, some family shit like that. But um, so I can only I can only literally say now when I was. Young, like when we still stayed in the city, like I was over my granny house and he stayed with my granny at the time. So of course I seen him a lot then. But as he moved out and shit like that, um, it, it was just it was just crazy. Like so I only have that really that good memory of him. Now when he would come, he would buy me stuff. You know, every now and again he'd throw me. But he would say stuff like, "Oh man, your stepfather got it. Y'all, you know, y'all good y'all out there. Good. Y'all good. Your mama made her decision and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So." As a you know, as a child, I, I'm like that's cool. It's, it's whatever. So as I get older, I have a son, and then I name my son, my oldest son, Antoine as well. Mm. So, but that's for me. So I do. I think what I've done is I try to overcompensate with my kids. Like I'm not gonna be the kind of father he was. So like I, I purposely and intentionally like do all these things with my kids. So they won't you, ever have that. You know what's fucked up though. No. No, 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 no. Give me a moment. Yeah, he letting, he I wasn't that. sure if you were waiting for us to answer. No, 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 no. He letting no. that simmer. No. Because I understand exactly what he's saying, right? I try to overcompensate yeah. with my kids, right? Like, <clears throat> initially, 
as a father, like this is gonna be touchy. So that's cool. Yeah, nigga. That's it like it's <laughs> What you, hey, what hey, sound like? you just put that shit in some milk. Put that shit in some milk and water first. Let that shit, let that shit get a little soggy. Hey, this I don't know what's worse. The TikTok or the, the chewing. <laughs> hey, get that nigga some hey, milk. So. Get him some milk. Yo. I was like, this is loud as hell in my head. Hey, put that shit in the back of the But I'm thinking it's only loud in my head because I'm chewing. Hey. So nah, that shit be that loud. No, that's, that's hilarious. So, wow. I'm over here like... So, that's so, man, so <laughs> with the overcompensation, oh, right, man? You got to let it, you got to dip it and then let it marinate for put a little bit. Put the niggas put in some milk. What's <laughs> interesting, right? He needs some milk. Y'all crazy. These niggas, yeah. yeah. So, you know what's interesting about that? Um... <laughs> So even when I think about my relationships with my kids, mm-hmm. mothers, right? I focus so much on being, like my only goal when it came to being a parent was was just being better than my old man. Yep. Like I didn't focus on shit else. Like nothing else mattered to me, yeah. right? But And when it came... This is gonna kind of drift off slightly, but I I, I I need people to understand it. Like a lot of some of my my relationships with my kids' mother is fucked up solely because once I had a child, I only focused on the child on being a fucking yeah. father. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck about the relationship, and, and and it's not to say that I didn't give a fuck about the relationship intentionally. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. focus then was like, yo, this is mine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't give a fuck about shit else, but Doing right that is. being yeah. better than my old yeah. man was. Right. And so I, f- and you know, when you deal with relationships, you deal with yourself, work, life, and whatever else come with it. I didn't give a, like, honest, this is just me speaking honestly. I gave a fuck about nothing but wanting to be the best father that I could possibly be to where I neglected the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so when you say that, right, my overcompensation as a man, as a father, came to, came to me just wanting, like, my focus was them. I didn't focus on the relationship. No right, more. yeah. I'm only trying to figure out how can, like, my whole goal was to be better than my father. Mm-hmm. How can I be better than the man that that, that created me? So I, I get that. Like, yeah, this shit deep. And a lot of people might not get it, but, like, I understand that shit because yeah. mm-hmm. I ain't want to do, like, fuck. Like, it, I'm saying it and it sounds fucked up. No. But, so, like, consciously it wasn't. It and was It wasn't intentionally it was, like it, that. Right. It was, yeah. it was, it was just was like shit. But looking back, yeah. I don't give a fuck about like this, shit. This I want to right. make sure I'm better than him. Yeah, and then I had to stop. I had to actually stop doing that because I'm I'm chasing something. I really don't even know because yeah. he could have been. He could have. Who knows what he, he. Okay, so fast forward a little bit. I have my first son at 19 years old. That's when me and my, my father yeah. actually started to develop a relationship. Okay. So he's getting older. 
I have a, he has a grand his only grandkid, and so me and him started talking. Um, you know, everybody like my my granny used to be like you have to reach out. You know, you know how your dad can be. He you know so go ahead and reach out, talk to him. So me and him developed. We did start to develop a re relationship. It kind of drifted off again because he was me still being at, at that time I was 19, 20 years old. Like I didn't came this far. He was trying to get, kick knowledge and give me advice. And I'm like, hmm. so, I, nigga, you should have been there. Right, like, you I can have a relationship, it. but. Ain't nothing you can tell right, me. Right, that's not, that's not, let's not do this. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's let's open. not do that part. You know what I'm saying? You damn sure can't tell me anything about how to raise this child. That's how I felt. So I was kind of, I was a little jaded. I, I probably wasn't as uh, receptive, as open as I should have been at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's fair. So fast forward a little bit. So the relationship kind of, we go years again without talking. We actually just, funny thing is, we just rekindled last summer. We rekindled, and um, he came out to the house and stuff like that. Um, we talked, and so he, you know, came out to the house. like, I'm really proud of you. I'm, um, you know, you know you, you're know, doing great things with yourself. Uh, and then he told me something that I never thought I would hear. So all my family is from the south side of Chicago. Like, well, on my dad's side, they're from the south side of Chicago. He told me that him actually not being in my life was probably a better thing because all my cousins on that side locked up in gangs, either packed, you know, dead or something like wow. that. So he was like, my mom moving me out, you know, out to the suburbs and my stepfather being the man that he was, it's probably better for me and better that he, that my pops didn't, I ain't gonna say corrupt my life, but that I just wasn't in that environment. To be influenced. To be influenced yeah. or even yeah. to, you know, um, be, yeah, be influenced and be corrupted. Yeah. So, uh, and, I, and then he, we talked, and I ain't gonna even put this out there because, but we, we and him, we talked, and he explained to me why he did what he did, or you know, at that time. So I couldn't do shit but respect it. You know what I'm saying? Do I got I respect it? Do I gotta honor it? Nah, because I still think, as you know what I'm saying, as a man, you do whatever you 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 have to do for your child. Yeah. But he was honest. He told me how he what he what he felt at that time. He acknowledged his wrongs and. You know, I forgave him. Yeah. I was going to say, let's, let's hear from a woman's perspective. I mean, like God say, a man that doesn't take care of his family is worse than an infidel. Yeah, but he and took care of his look, other family. And you need to look that up. But even if he, even like though he took care of his other families, he still didn't take care of his family. Yeah. At the end of the day, it don't matter whether he took care of one, two, or three, you still missed the most the one. important one. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah, know? Firstborn, yeah. I, I just, I just can't. Right. And, and 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 not to give an excuse or cop out, but as a parent, when you have your first child, you're learning how to be a parent with your first child. Yeah, especially so they are life. learning and they're getting everything you don't know firsthand. There's no blueprint. No, no blueprint. No manual. Right? No nothing. nothing. No instructions. Just so if you yeah. have one or two more after that, by the time you get to them second or third, you kind of okay. No. I get this. No, you ain't doing that. No, I'm not doing that. Yes, I'm doing this. No, you ain't doing that. Yes, I'm, yes, you doing that. So, again, not to give a cop-out or, or a pass, you only know what you know, especially as your first, you know, your first go-around, right? I'm, but but tell, tell you you were alluding to something earlier in the episode when you had mentioned your dad was a doctor, and you were you were telling us when we took our break that you had more to add to that what what, what were you going to say yeah absolutely before I add to that I will say that 
parents tend to think that they're teaching the child something, but actually the child is teaching us how to be a parent. That's big facts. As I a agree baby. With that. Yeah. As a baby, the baby is teaching you how to be a parent. You're learning what that child needs and what it doesn't need. Yeah, because everyone is each and every one of them is different. It's different. different. Absolutely. So that child is actually teaching you. You're learning something on your way to being learning something. And that's what a lot of parents have to understand is as a parent... You're not just a teacher, but you also are the servant. And we have to we have to be humble enough to be servants. And a lot of us don't want to be servants. We all want to be the teacher or the boss. Mm. But in order to be the boss or the teacher, you got to learn first. Mm. So but, so not only are you the, the the teacher, but you also are the student. Right, yeah, you have to be able to. Yeah, you're the student. A lot you, of us come as, out of that do as I say. say yeah. Yes, I yes. Can't stand a child's place. So, so when you you like your teachings as a parent, usually reflects the teachings of your parent. But can I say something to that? Like, okay, so this shit was a, a total culture shock coming from South Side to the suburbs. It was always. Like you said, do as I said. A child is to be seen, not to be heard. Mm-hmm. As a as a as black parents, it's always th- those exact things. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't ask questions. If I said you don't don't ask any questions. When I came out here and I seen these little white kids asking their and their parents wasn't getting upset. They was explaining they shit. Mm-hmm. That shit was like, damn, you can ask Bro. questions. You can ask your parents this yeah. question. You can actually, yeah, you don't actually. Hell no. That, that is that is one but of the, that's, the biggest things that I've learned. And I try to uh, do differently with my children. I think we just get frustrated. The black parents get frustrated because well, they don't know the answers. And, well, so they- and, and let me tell you, it's, it's the pressure from other black parents watching you. No. Yeah. It ain't that, just that. Yeah, that too. It ain't Man, just that. That's some of the ingredients. That's some of the ingredients. I didn't say it's not that. Yeah, yeah. I said it's, it's not, not just that. Just yeah, that. Yeah. It's what you've learned. What you've seen, yeah. You, you're raising your kids generally... Based on how, how you, you were raised. raised. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. a and lot of people parents. don't see that. Yeah. So when like when we had the conversation last night on Clubhouse. Follow us on Clubhouse. You can hear the difference in those who had who was raised this way, who was allowed. So last yeah. night we yeah, were yeah, talking yeah. about yeah. vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Two uh two nights ago. Two nights ago yeah. we were talking about vulnerability and communication. Right. Yes. Last night was communication, yes. but you can hear those who were allowed to communicate. Yes. Versus those who were not allowed to communicate. And, and, and what's interesting, right? Like, just the fact that, like, we in person now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's interesting is that's how I was over the phone last night. Like, damn. The motherfucker was loud. Not a motherfucker, but. I know. She was allowed to voice her opinion and be heard. Now this is that's now deep. that's deep. Now though that I was raised like shit, you do as I say, and as you're told. That's how I'm raised, right? But I don't raise my children like that. Yeah, my children understand that I can say whatever I need to say. To my father, under one circumstance, 
is not disrespect. I was gonna say with respect. Yeah. That's the, hey look. Yeah. I even tell my kids, yo, check this out. If you have to curse, if that's what you feel you need to do, some people might not agree with it. It is what it is. Yeah. I understand that, right? Everybody ain't the same. But if you feel the need to express yourself with the manner of a vulgar word, you're not cursing at I know the difference between you cursing, cursing at me, me. Yeah, exactly. and using yeah. Yeah. a curse word yeah. for expression. Man, I know that's... the difference. So understand this. I want, and this is what I understand about kids. Kids think on their own. Yeah, they independent. Have a man on their own. So no matter how much I try to move my child, my child is still their own person. Their own entity. So I want you to understand, look, this is our agreement. You can say whatever you want, express it however you feel the need to express it. As long as it is not disrespectful towards me. That's funny you say that because that's I, it. I remember like growing up, like I was able to say it. Like, but my cousins, they couldn't. I was like, what? Like, they couldn't say. They couldn't say shut up. They couldn't say lie. Man, I'm like, that's what crazy. You mean? Like, exactly. if you lie, you fucking lie. I was raised like that. <laughs> you cuss. Yeah, that is a bad word. Well, yeah, I'm like, but it's a. It's a you, I was raised that way. Like, if you said, "Well, why are you lying, mommy?" Like, that's yeah, you, you know, almost cursing your mother yeah. out. But for my children. It's not no. If I'm lying, I'm, I'm lying. lying. I'm yeah, lying. Call you me, call me so, out on that. You know what I've learned? Black parents put rules on their children that they don't necessarily tell their children. Hey, <laughs> I am an exception <laughs> to, to the rules. Like, hey, did this here? See, I've I've not only had to. Live my life and understand my life. I've had to raise kids and understand that life, but I also have to mentor non-professionally and mentor professionally kids. Right. So when you start seeing these different dynamics, you start looking at this shit different. Wow. This kid. Ain't really disrespectful towards me, but they just really saying what they really feel. And a lot of kids have been they they've been taught to suppress mm-hmm. what they feel. We stunt black kids' growth. That's point blank. A lot of times, and I think it comes back because now I think about it. Certain shit that my parents would let me do, I'm not gonna lie. So I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will say I was spoiled. I pretty much did what I wanted, said what I wanted how I wanted to do it. But when I would get around, when they would get around other people, like other parents, now nah, you can't do that around. Like, also, I could do all this shit in this household, outside the house, but now you around your friends, you want to... That goes back to... Right. So, so that they're, they were feeling pressure. The pressure. The, pre- yeah. the pressure Man. of what other people feel. I'm but before we get to that, before we get to yeah. that, yeah, absolutely. Before we get to I that, tell them, you run your house. Don't let these motherfuckers... Are out. You, <laughs> this <exactly>. your, <laughs> you prepping your parents. <laughs> <up. laughs> Go ahead, though. I understand. I totally understand. Um, and sometimes my children check check me on that. You know, they like, 
Yeah, that's that's King David. What the fuck is this? Yeah, King yeah, yeah. David. This, 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 right is <laughs> this is a sipper. This is a sipper. Hey, what's this? That's King David, King, like I just said. I heard you third, three times. Bro. Hey, listen, we <laughs> say one more time. We <laughs> sipping on this wine and uh and we, game we, banging. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my uncle Smokey Robinson. Uh man, uh yeah, we're sipping on this this wine. We've had we've had some port wine. Yeah, I think this is like not, not pork, wine. not P O R K. No pork in my phone. Bad. Uh but that's why we're saying this one is a little sweeter. Um, that one, but right. continue, continue. Like yeah. That. But go ahead, Lolo. Let's hear about your your experience. Yeah, as with without my father. So I will say my experience with my father was very. I would say very different from other people. Like my father wasn't affectionate. My father did not talk to me, and if he did talk to me, it was more so like in correcting what I was doing. Was he in your household? For a little while, yeah. Pause. Is that a cultural thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I have Nigerian friends mm-hmm. whose fathers are very stern. Mm-hmm. And it's not a lot of emotional. They will take it's a lot care of, of you. It's a, Right, right. My father took care. When, he, my, when my father was here, he took care of me. He took care of me. There was nothing that I did not need or my mother needed from him that he, he oh, just yeah. did. He just yeah. did it without her asking. While he was here, but once he left, that was a whole nother story. But even prior to him leaving, what I my experience with my father was, is that when I was I remember I was eating fufu and igusi soup, right? And that's a Nigerian cuisine. And I didn't like some of the ingredients that was in it, so I was like avoiding. I was playing eating around it. Exactly. I was eating around it, sopping my fufu in. Y'all niggas will know what it's like to eat around it. Right. A whole plate full of onions. Right. I wasn't talking about that. But uh, right. <laughs> I was talking about eating around it too. Oh, right there, right there. Huh? Huh? <laughs> so he like <laughs> Stevie Wonder to the pussy. Huh? You know what? Dip that soy sauce. That's this is the problem with being I'm sorry, the I'm only sorry. woman Man, yeah, we, in the group. Yeah, we, you, we you the, eat around the male dip. dominancy. So when you all sense when you all sense that aggressiveness <laughs> from me, need, need bits. I'm not aggressive <laughs> for no reason. I'm aggressive because I'm around a lot of men all the time. You gotta fight. And as a woman, I have to fight. Yeah. For my all my life. Go ahead. So come on. <laughs> like all 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 my life. life, I had to fight. All Whoa. my life, I had to fight. Beat me. Come on. <laughs> and I'll kill him dead. Hey, no, I'm come on. All right. No. Mike, M I C K. Stan. S T A N A D. All right. No. Anyway, um, my father was more so. Was like, he a disciplinary? Yeah, he was aggressive. Okay. He was aggressive with me. And I would be like, damn. As a little girl, I remember I remember thinking like, damn, like, why are you like this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you ask me why I'm doing this, you will understand why I don't like all this extra shit in the soup. So that's why I'm eating it this way. 
you know, or him washing my face and washing me up in the morning. It was always like rough, rough uh, and, know, and aggressive. But you know what? I think a lot of time, and, and it's funny you say that, right? Because I, I often catch myself as a father first, then a man, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say it like that, as a father first. And then a man. I could say as a man first and then a father, but when I'm in father mode, you, yeah. I am a lot of times instinctively going off of my teachings. Nothing else. Do you have boys or girls? Or is it both. It? Both. Because I, I was going to say to you what you were saying about your father like being rough with you. He had girls. Oh, okay. So uh, he was so around. It was good, three of us. It was three of us. It was three girls. That's a great Hold question. On. Hold what? on. It was three of us, and one was from my mother, and two was from the woman he was really with, like his wife. So my mother was like the mistress. You know what I'm saying? But she's thinking she's. She <laughs> remember my earlier question. Right. You know what I'm saying? My mother's <laughs> oh, thinking nothing. she's the girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? But whole time, like, my father had other women pregnant. Like, all of us are like. Bing, bing, bing. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Right next to each other. Okay. Right, right next to each other. Zoom. Bes- <laughs> besides, besides the main chick, there was another yeah. woman. You know what I'm saying? So you got two other siblings back. So he has three. And I have other, other sisters and brothers, and we all close in age. Wow. Yeah. Stone. It's, it's a few of us. Some of us, like in Nigeria and America. So we all close in age. We all close in age. But it wasn't until my like one of the nurses was like, "Hey, Miss Miss Milton, there's a woman delivering a baby with the last name, same last name." And we thought it was you because my mother was pregnant with me. Not the uh, nerve that had to go to the same hospital. Oh yeah, my they, father, my father delivered his baby. All, all of his. First of <laughs> this all, this is my child. Whoever the nurse was messy as hell. <laughs> the, the nurse knew who your mama was. They was being messy. They was like, girl, I thought that was you. And <laughs> that. Man, yeah. no, no, we clocked in together and I'm not pregnant, right? <laughs> I thought that was you in that, that birthday room. Girl, but it was, it was another woman, asses. and then it was another woman, you know. And and but but see, how would I know these stories? You know what I'm saying? I didn't find out these stories until later in age. But wait, when you said okay, because no disrespect, you said when your father left, is he still here? Like, no, my father is in Lagos, Nigeria. Okay, so you left, meaning he left like, and went not, to Lagos, not Nigeria. Left, not, was, left the, not left the earth. That's what I get when you said. Great like, so I was gonna say, great Because yeah. I was gonna say, so have you had conversations with him then? No. no. So my father left me at five years old, and when he left me, he left me fussing and arguing with me again, being aggressive. You know oh, what I'm saying? Got, you talk about my dad had everything I needed. He's like, shit. What you need? Some cocoa puffs and some milk. I got you. Yeah, like he, my, as what I, the memories that I have of my father was he was aggressive or I would see like a lot of bags of weed. I saw weed and top papers. That's what my memories are of my father. He was aggressive with me and he smoked weed. And delivered babies. And delivered babies. (laughs) So (laughs) then when he left... (laughs) When he left, here it is. I'm trying. I'm writing to my father. I'm sending him postcards. I'm calling, and my father's 
Do you not hear me? Yes, you know yeah, that. I'm sorry. When he, when he left, it's this why you gave me. You gave it. You gave me the why. So and now your daddy left you with I'm a pound sorry. of weed. What you do with the weed? Is what I'm. Yeah, you about. sold it. You you had to connect. <laughs> right. You said I, I'm going down the. No, but wheel. okay. So he left. You writing the postcards. Right. My father left. My father left me. And when he left me, so this is what happened. I remember vaguely. Like, my father came over to my mom's house to cook, and he cooked dinner. And my mother was also in the kitchen cooking, and I took a sip of her wine cooler. And I told my dad, like, Daddy, I took a sip of Mommy's wine cooler. And he was like, "You, what did you do that for? You don't drink. You're too young to drink. You do, And then he was just going in, and he would not fucking stop. And I remember sitting on the floor like, oh my yeah, gosh, damn, just, shut the fuck I just, up. I just committed a, a fucking murder or something. Right, like I just took a sip of her drink. Jeez, whiz. Let me, hit it, let me get a uh, hit of that weed then. That's what you told him. Like, shit, give me some of that shit you got sitting on the right, table. Right, right. But, but that's my, that's right, my mentality. Thought, right, that's your thought, right. My mentality, because I'm like, my mother not smoking it. Right. So anyway, fast forward. After that, I never saw him again. So I was like five years old. I never saw him again. I reached, I would call, I wrote to him. He never called me back. So now I have this uncle, which is his brother, telling me, oh, you know, he's coming to visit and check on my mother and whatever he was doing, probably giving her money. Because actually the uncle, in our culture, in the Nigerian culture, the uncle is supposed to take care of the child. Like the uncle steps in and he's the father. Okay. He's the father now. So my uncle tried, but he had his own bullshit going right. on. But he will always say, your father loves you. Your father misses you. And I'm like, well, why he won't call me? Why he won't talk to me? Mm. Do you all know, fast forward, I did not hear from my father until I was 21 years old, pregnant with my oldest son. And when I spoke to my father and he was talking to me, I'm like, why haven't I heard from you? Where were you? His, his excuse was like some bullshit. And even to this day, I'm 40 fucking years old. I talked to my father last year. His excuse was that his sister put a voodoo on him and he needed to come back home. Hey, my family from Louisiana. That my, was his excuse. That, ain't no, that ain't no voodoo. That shit's... Voodoo is not fucking real. <laughs> it's not. Voodoo and hoodoo is two different things. First voodoo, 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 juju, That's, and I don't voodoo. know none of that shit. <laughs> the, the, the fact that he pulled that out of his excuse hat was like, ah, oh, let me see. Right. All right. He's like, no, not this. Lola, this is what I pulled out. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. I had a voodoo put on me, <laughs> and I had to come back home. I could not fuck with you all. And she was like, call me now for your free redone. She's Nigerian. <laughs> You may know her as Miss Cleo. <laughs> hey. Put some money on her books. But <laughs> here, here it is. I'm 21 years old. I, this is the first time I've heard my father's voice talk to him. And he was like, I love you. I love you, Lola. And I was like, okay, Dad. I, I can't say it back because I don't know you. Right. And you know what his, his, his response was? You want me to cry? You want me to cry? You don't love me? You want me to cry? I was I was like, no, Dad. I don't want you to cry. I'm just saying I don't know you in order to say I love you back. I don't know you. That was that guilt. I love you as, as my father. You are my father and I'm a part of you. But I don't know you. So I can't tell you I love you back. You want me to cry? You should be like, hell yeah. I was like, here, Mom. You, here's, here's Dad. 
So now here it is. I'm 30 fucking nine years old. Now I was 21 the last time I heard from him. Oh, 18 years. Right. Now I'm 39 and I hear from my father again. I'm talking to him. So is him reaching out or you y'all reaching out or he's just reaching? Like how's the contact? I called him. Okay. I called him. <sighs> I should probably get my. I'm gonna call my dad. See if I can get him on the phone. I have yeah. Let's do it now. I call. Let's do it. Hold on. It's the child. It's, this, the, it's it. the child in us. That's that's the raw organic. After it this, is the child it. in us. I talked to that him. That always reaches for the parent. So yeah. you know what? So oh my gosh. I would love to see if that happens, but I'm going to say this, though, right? I would say it's it's daytime in Legos. Like, I could call my dad, and I would love for you. Like, But I will say this. This is what hurt me, though. My father called my phone to wish my mother happy birthday recently. He called and wished her happy birthday, but he did not call and wish me happy birthday. Because he's still, he's still... He called my fucking phone and was like, Rita, Rita, you know why? Rita, happy birthday. He still knows his love. I'm down listening. Some people might not agree. You said that? He still knows his love. He still know his raw, organic love, right? Now, the fact that you, like, you just said this, right? Your statement was, we still reach as a child, right? Go back to what I said. I said I live. I can, I kind of live like I'm not ashamed to say it. I live a double life when it comes to my kids. I live experiences through my kids. They don't understand that. Like they don't understand why. Like I be going fucking crazy. <laughs> And I know they be like, this motherfucker. <laughs> what is wrong with what him? What the fuck is wrong? But, but when then, when I'm in my own alone time, I understand me. I can't expect them to understand me. What's happening at that time is I am, I am yearning for something as a man still at 41 years old. I'm yearning for an experience. What he's saying is, when he's alone in his room, he's staying at the wall. (laughs) (laughs) So, what happens is, right, I am trying to get you on board. I need love. You on board, man. We need love. We had to finish love. We had to finish it. You could not leave that open like that. So, I I am trying my best as a father to give them an experience and live my experience through them at the same time. And I just said this to somebody, and they was like, damn, that's deep. It is. But you know what, though? It's not fair to live our experience it's, through them. It may not we be. We can't put that responsibility I don't put on, that on them. them. I don't put that on them. The thing is, at times, you don't really... Like I have to catch myself. But what you're saying, you you get joy out of the shit you. I get joy out right, of that shit, bro. Because yeah. I'm I want them to understand so much. Yo, look, did this. Right. I love y'all so much. I'm giving y'all everything I didn't have, and when I'm giving it to you for a moment, like right, it's, it's, it's playing out consciously. It's playing out for me. I'm giving y'all some. That I never had in my, that I never received. So 
I, I kind of go into a moment mm-hmm. where I'm living my childhood at the same time while vicariously through them. Exactly, yeah. and I don't think it's pr- it's pressure if you, you if you're doing it for like say you wanted to be a, a football player or something like that, and you like shit, I couldn't make it as a this and this, so now I'm gonna push this child to be this that I wasn't, but to give them things like. Man, I'm, I never went to Disney or something like right. that. And then, like, damn, damn, you took me to Disney three times this year. Listen to what this I said. Was, that's, I wanted, you know what I mean? It's fun for you, right? Listen to what I said <laughs> at the beginning of this, right? I said I never had a sit-down eating, not breakfast, not lunch, not dinner, hmm. eating experience with both, of my, with both of my parents until I turned 29. Ped. Oh my! Can't none of my kids say that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you make sure that happens. I've never been to the movie theater with my old man. Oh, I, I can tell them say that. My kids can't say that shit. They say, Dad, let's stop going to the movies. Right. They can't say that. Like like I don't they, like at times. Un- they can be ungrateful. Like they don't. Yeah, you like never lie. Now can yeah, be ungrateful. Like, ah. I've never been skating yeah. with my father. They can't say that shit. I've never been to a fucking clothing store with my father. My kids can't say that. So everything that I'm giving them, I'm living my experience by giving it to them. There's nothing that they can say out their mouths. I ain't I've never experienced this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. The first time I ever sat with my mother, my father, and me, I was 29. Yeah, I think I was got to be like 20. From what I can remember, I had to be like 20-something. But, so my question to you then, because we all got um, boys we're raising. you raising girls and boys. Yeah. Are you raising them differently? So are your... So, no. I don't believe in that okay. shit. And I think that's the problem with our culture. We have... Double standards. We had double standards. Absolutely. And I think me and Lowe talked about this. You know, like, when it comes to just this relationship piece, right? So, when you, when, when I think about it, right, there's a male culture amongst men that we don't fucking talk about and we not honest about. A young lady is told... Save yourself to the best of your ability. For that special person. For that special person, for that special occasion, right? But may I interject? Can I finish? But hold on, I'm going to just interject this. We are not explained who what that special person is. So, we don't even know what that special person looked like. That's fine. All right, that's cool. But as as men, right, we have this, we have this shit where it's like shit. You ain't a man if you ain't drank that drink. You ain't a man if you ain't got motherfucking two, three chicks at an early age. Yeah. You know the fucking jock shit, right? You know the locker room shit, the lunchroom table shit. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that those times are pivotal points. Oh, no, they just kids being kids. Fuck that. Kids being kids at 14, 15... 16, 17, 18 are pivotal points in their yeah, adulthood, that's, that's right? Becoming, yeah, that's coming So, to, to answer your question, anything that I expect of my daughter, I expect of my son. Flat out. 